0: afternoon morning evening whenever you're listening my name's Nellie Thomas this is
1: I'm Dave O'Neill i Shane Wing.
0: And this is up your, up,
1: your up your Class.
0: And being every second Up Your Class, we have a special guest today. Do you want to introduce yourself, Steve?
2: Yeah, love to. Um, I'm Steve Allen. I'm a doctor at Peter Mac. Um, do you want to like more detail than that? Hang on, you are. What sort of Steve doctor? Allen. Yeah, so I'm Professor, I'm an honorary clinical professor at Melbourne Uni. Yes. I'm director of psychosocial oncology at Peter Mac, which is Jesus. psychiatry, social work, and um, Psychiatry, social Yeah, word. so psychiatry. psychology. <laughs> and music therapy. Hang
0: on, oncology is cancer. Yeah, so cancer yeah, yeah, at the yeah.
2: cancer hospital. And I'm director of cancer experience research, which is all research to do with nursing, allied health, well-being, surviving cancer, psychology, obviously, etc.,
1: etc. You Can qualified. I,
2: are you, reasonably.
1: Are you a medical doctor that then got other qualifications to become a psychologist? Psychiatrist. Yeah. Right? So to become a shrink, a Psychiatrist.
2: You first study medicine, then you have to work for a minimum of really one or two years. You can get away with one, but no one does. And then you study psychiatry, which is about another five or six years. But it's like an apprenticeship. So you're at work, working in a hospital, but in the psych department, having exams and teaching each week. And did. that's what you did?
3: Yeah. You and then of course.
2: and then to become a scientist, so to become a professor, you then you have to do a doctorate. You can't be a professor without a doctorate. So you go on and do a master's What's your degree. On? So my doctorate is, the title was, a positron emission tomography study of benzodiazepine receptors in post traumatic stress disorder and panic disorder. Beautiful title. That's it rolls
1: bizarre, up That's up. the same one I did. Yeah. <laughs> what did
3: you call it for short?
1: Yeah, Benzos.
0: Yeah, I get the benzo. Yeah. I get that from it.
2: It was essentially looking at how drugs like Valium attach say, to receptors in the brain in different of tips anxiety for PTSD. disorders. PTSD. Yep. Yeah. I can't, yep. you, like, you can various? treat
0: me right now.
2: Yeah. The study yes. was a load of, it didn't really work. It was no? essentially a load of crap because it was done early no in the development. No, no, it was the technology. Right. So we we're using this incredible new scanner, but it was in the first five years of this new scanner, and a lot of the technology really improved in later decades, which rendered my doctorate probably not that useful, but that doesn't matter because your it's. You're
0: a doctor either way.
2: But it, yeah, and also, you Double do doctorate a doctorate that. to learn about science. The actual, yeah. you know, right. only about one in a thousand doctorates, probably advanced science. The rest just teach you how to be a scientist. Right.
3: So, But is there a difference in, in um, how valium affects PTSD? <laughs> so we're or?
0: really interested in the benzodiazepines. In part. my study,
2: there was, but I don't think it turned out to be valid because of all the technological problems. <laughs> and yep, can right.
0: we come back to that? Because we've, we're remiss, Shane. Mm.
3: You know, we've got a quiz. We, oh.
0: Now, Steve doesn't know this. But yeah, but we
3: shouldn't be talking to you yet.
0: We shouldn't be talking to you yet because <laughs> the reason we started this podcast cool. is that we want to have working class voices in the public arena yep. and we think that most media is dominated by the middle class. Yeah. So we will only let you on as a guest if you pass oh our working God. class test. It's right. very is there a very rigorous score because I'm very competitive. Do you, do you, you competitive. consent? Yeah. No, you have don't have to no. get to five. I consent. You don't have to get to five. And Shane is our You're going to get five questions. And he cho- we've got ten. Oh, yeah. But and he chooses which ones to ask.
3: Yeah. Right. Go, so go Shane. Pass five. All right. Um, do you regularly eat rissoles, camp pie, spam, and/or sweet and sour pork?
0: Imagine having fifteen PhDs and they yeah. asked that. And you know, there's there's a cafe. <laughs> I one? mean, people
2: won't know this though. There's a cafe just down the road from where we are right now, and it's your classic cafe that you walk in and you know that this is a cafe that has working class roots. You know that. Yeah, and oh, yeah. How do you any make rissoles? Uh, Beef. Working class background. Who made all of my food? Your mum. Mum. Oh, okay.
0: Okay. You are fifty five, but. Sorry. I want to find out where this What's
1: cafe your, is.
3: Your, was your we'll 21st follow. in a family chain restaurant, a free venue, backyard, or a barn? You None of the above. Where was it? Habitants? Sister's house.
2: Oh, that's my, my sister so. was... Yeah, so she yeah. Was, yeah. Um, She rented this amazing apartment in this old derelict mansion, and we had it there. It was fantastic. Yeah, we're we saying Ooh. you didn't hire yeah.
0: a ballroom. Oh, no. Yeah. No. Or have it in a hotel.
3: Yeah. Um, have you ever worked in a factory shop or building site? Factory,
0: Factory, shop, shop or, or building, building site. site.
2: I reckon I get. So I, I reckon I get a yes. But um, it was working as a money counter for Main Nicholas oh. every Christmas holidays. And so you sat in like a sweatshop <laughs> with about a hundred other people. What's Main Nicholas? Main Nicholas is a security form. They're now Armour Oh, security. so they used That's to go yes. and collect all the. <laughs> for the, the shop. cash, and yeah. then it was, wow. you know, lots of extra work around Christmas. And so you'd sit in this big hall, go down counting and grab money. a huge tin of money every once in a while, and you'd count it. Take about half an hour to count it and check that the receipt in it matched the you money. You could be All one day. of those
0: gifts, yeah. like just flicking the money. Yeah. Or Any, I counted
2: money for. I counted money for about yeah. five years as a job. Any robberies yeah. or? Um, well, no, not that. I only did that over Who's summer, but I worked I at the factually? races from <laughs> sixteen. So I started working the with the races. Oh, yeah, I d- know
1: t- t- oh, the races are, yeah. are very. They're yeah, very and that
2: was essentially a, a money counter there too. Yeah, TAV.
0: Has yeah,
2: yeah, anyone in your three.
3: family done time or been arrested? <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, <laughs> been ar- I mean, lots of people get arrested. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, I'd better so not give right details. But yes, to arrested. Yes, more than once. And done time. I don't think. Not even junior. I don't know if anyone's done oh, up Yeah, <laughs> I don't know.
0: Arrested enough. Four yeah. out of four. Yeah. Did
3: you go to a public school?
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, he you went to,
1: oh, but you went to. You're interesting because you went to Melbourne High. Yes, I did. Is Which is Melbourne it really High is. It's considered a public school. Well, it's an, it's an yeah, exclusive it's school. Um, school for.
0: It's trying to be yeah. private. Let's but be if you're in the catchment
3: area, you get in. Anyway, don't you? You can get in three
2: ways. When I went there, you could either do an exam you could be recommended by your principal yeah. or you could be in the catchment area yeah. and i don't know what it is these Which i think these days it's all sorry. exam so i, I went i started primary school in the pines in frankston in you know in the um, local primary then yeah. i then we moved and i went to east malvern primary school yeah. and i stayed there till Form two, you know, year eight. Mm. Yep. it was a central school. They went to year eight, and then Melbourne High the last four years.
0: So you're Frank, a ah. boy. Yep. Originally, and what's what did your parents do? What do they do? What's, so what's your the
1: pine P- the Pines the people that I know is a very working class area. Well, Pines was a yeah. um, housing
2: commission suburb. Yeah, it
1: famous. Was basically, yeah, it was built by famous. It was uh,
2: any, yeah, it was housing commission back in the, its day. It's, it's still there. Areas, it's still there. Uh. It's still Were got you lots household? of problems. Yeah, well, it was housing commission, so everyone was back then. But then it was a different model to today. You know, these you know these days you rent housing commissions. Yes. Back then, they basically built new suburbs, like people still do, Mm -hmm. and the housing commission owned it, and they sold you the book, and you essentially paid rent, but it came off the ownership of it, and you pulled out. You, you know, so you yep. maybe paid you whatever 50 bucks a week, and they'd pull out um, a 50 buck voucher and they'd be yep. recorded. And then at some stage, we sold the book. My dad sold the book. Oh, really? And yeah, so you sold the book, which was someone would say, Okay, this house is now worth ten thousand dollars, and you've paid off three thousand dollars. It's still got seven to go, yep. they'll pay you seven thousand dollars for the book. Yes. So we sold the book, and then we moved up. We- Largely because my parents decided we needed to get out of the pines. And yeah. we moved up to uh, live with my grandparents for a year or two until we could afford to rent. Then we rented for a year or two. And then we, my dad bought a house. That sounds like a very working It's, a, it's, a, good, yeah. it's a good system. And, and mum, <laughs> mum um, What did they pa- do? Well, what? everyone in the family worked at the races. We all yeah. did. Um, at the trots? On and off. Everything we worked at. Back in the day, it wasn't TAB. It was the tote. Yes. And then yes. the TAB bought the tote. And yeah. so now on course betting's the TAB. And so we just go to all of them. So we'd do it, you know, we'd often yeah. do a du- what we call a double header. We'd do the races during the day and the trots at night. Yeah. Um, if you're really desperate, you'd do the dogs on Monday night, but that was for the needy and the greedy. And. Um, <laughs> I love
0: the <that>
3: hierarchy.
2: <laughs> oh, there do was a hierarchy. hierarchy. Oh, there's a hierarchy. of racing. Yeah. What's
3: that? Do you still enjoy yeah, a float? Well, you know,
2: fun, no. Um, in my family, about half have got the gambling bug and half or haven't. Bug. I'd call it. I'm being polite, polite when line. I say bug. Yeah. A lot of them. My grandmother, for example, just gambled every cent every week. Every week. We'd go yeah. to the races, yeah. and she, you'd get paid at the start of the day back then too. So you'd gets paid at the start of the day. And my grandfather used to pop by normally at race two and say, uh, "Say uh, Rosie, you know, give us your housekeeping for the, you know." And she'd yeah. put in, you know, ten bucks towards housekeeping. And even by race two, she'd often have lost her money. She- and she'd come running up to one of us because a the whole family was there. Going, Stevie, 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 loan me $10, Gramps is coming, quick, oh loan me 10 bucks, and oh I'll pay you back. And uh, so and when my dad was win. like that, one of my sisters was like that. When they had Windsor, of course, they'd just give it all away. Yeah. She she If she had a big win, Did she'd she just she jump in the car in? at the end of the day, go to all the houses, yeah. there was 13 grandkids, five families, and she'd just dish out all dish the money. The so the she'd money. still never keep it. So, oh, so she wow. could borrow, yeah. back, borrow but, it
3: again. But so. then the <laughs> other
2: half were like me, just, I can't stand gambling. I just can't stand losing money. I The thought of I had to work an hour for that and I'm going to lose it just blows my brain. What did your dad do? He was a gambler, but he gave up strictly at 27. I meant his job. Oh, so he, early on, I think he did various clerk jobs and then when he was in his 20s decided he needed to do something one of his mates wanted to become an accountant and go to night school so mm-hmm. he just went to night school became an accountant then worked as an accountant for the tax office till he was about 30 32 he in 60s? he's now 84 okay oh yeah so yeah back okay. then and then he quit to become an actor and so most of my life he was wow. an actor so he was an actor time, yeah by the time i was about seven he was an actor what's his name Sorry, cliff in a Ellen. From oh an cliff
1: Allen. yeah yeah, That's, he's
2: famous.
0: That is very unknown. So he was
2: on okay. things like Neighbours. A yeah. okay. yeah. crackerjack. He and was a crackerjack Jack. He was a guy yeah. with, who died of cancer in crackerjack. Yeah. And, uh, and so you're an
0: oncology psychiatrist. That's fascinating. Yeah,
2: but yeah. That's I didn't really get into but, the so, oncology so, And how
0: many late. siblings?
2: Two. So I've got one Two. who's 13 months older, who I you know essentially grew up with, and then one who came along eight years later. Okay. And so she's like the little sister, you know, no. still. Even,
1: I'm, I'm looking at Shane Googling, like you Googling Cliff page. Allen. Yeah, yeah,
0: he's he's got to go. But I want to know, like you clearly, I mean, you're working class credentialed. That's you fully are uh, what, fully,
1: fully working class, that's
0: fully, fully WC. Yeah. How the friggin' hell do you Would go you? from the pines to becoming a professor of anything, let alone a doctor? And not to say that working class people are stupid because we've all got similar. But it's a big, it's a long way to go from how so to professor of yeah. psychiatry and
2: you know what see that's it, melbourne high i'd say is the yes. is the key so the education yeah, it actually it was, is it was the melbourne high because i you know it was mind you i did pretty well it, by the end of primary school i think that the teachers had picked up that i was reasonably bright and could have it if you maths.
0: were a generation prior Say so, like my yeah, parents no were chance. very bright, but no chance. Yeah, but so and also
2: you, you know up. the other thing, of course, is Gough Whitlam and free education. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, that was the other big factor because back then change. too, some yeah. of my mates um, who came from similar backgrounds, their parents used to take out like an insurance. Mm. It was like um, you'd start paying for your kid at birth so that you could yes. afford for them to go to university eighteen yeah. years later. Yeah. And so a few of them had that. But some people still do. Yeah, that. and so yeah. the chances of us going to uni back then, there was an, a, a strong scholarship system. So maybe I would have got a scholarship, but. The chances you know were still slim. and that's why when I went to medicine, you know um i think it was 80% were from private schools mm. and even of the kids who were from government schools still most came Up from that yeah upper yeah. side there wasn't many people but who you were genuinely high middle class. yes yeah. Did yeah, your siblings yeah, and everyone go to was from uni? melbourne high or uni high or one of those yeah. highs
3: did any of your siblings go
2: to uni no i think people used to say that i was the first in the whole family to go to uni but one of my cousins on my mum's side who was more middle class they were a bit wealthier she'd gone to a catholic school my mum did she go to um, pool I don't think they had a pool, but they lived in Caulfield. Okay. Nice. Did they have AC. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and, um, yeah, they had Yeah, and so they, um, you know, she'd gone to a girls' Catholic school. Okay. And, uh, and one of my aunt, one of my... Cousins, I think, who's older than me, went to uni. But I think she went after me, so I still think I was but the when first.
0: did you, I mean, emotionally, conceptually, because I remember the moment where it occurred to me that I could go to uni because it's not something in working-class families that is assumed no, and you may even get positions. No, it wasn't an me, yeah, No.
3: Though I did, did it as a mature age student.
0: Yeah, but it wasn't something you wouldn't have grown up thinking, oh, meet Shane Lang is going to go to uni. No, no starting
3: year 12, I was c- convinced it was my last
1: year of school. Yeah. Yeah. Parents hadn't been, so they didn't know concept of it.
0: No. So how did you? How was the idea planted? Not just to go to uni. Yeah. Was it
2: you or your parents? I don't think it was ever considered that we wouldn't stop brides. No. I think it was my dad probably. Although I can say that because my mum's dead. But um, so she won't get mad. Rest in peace. But um, yeah, but I think it was my dad. That was always I don't ever remember a time thinking that we wouldn't go. I wouldn't go to uni. Oh,
0: see, that's so interesting. Different too. I don't ever
2: remember because yeah. even you Is know like
0: you're, you're in seventies Whitlam at eighteen.
2: Yeah, Afraid, yeah. yeah. That was that's free, no free. yeah and I re- like They'd I remember scoff. key bits though. You know, like I remember. Towards the end of school, the teacher's calling up my parents and saying, Steve's got a lot of potential, but he's disorganised. I think these days I would have got called ADHD. (laughs) Yeah. And back then they said, he's got a lot of potential, but he needs to get organised. Have you always
0: spoken this fast?
2: Yeah, always. Always? Yeah, ever since I was born.
1: Interesting, because your dad is quite laconic, isn't he, by memory
2: of him in films and stuff. He's different. Yeah. Yeah, That happens. I annoy all of them. (laughs) I bet. Yeah, hundred miles. They an all hour. say, I just it, I never stop talking. And
0: do they? Are yeah. they? Um, now
3: are
2: I'm the going to slow questions? down because I'm <laughs> self-contracting. Yeah, no. still
0: no, one of the key uh, uh. questions we ask is, you know, given you were one of the first, if not the first, in your family to go to uni, were they proud, jealous, indifferent, baffled? Like, what was their? Oh, one. How do they hundred
2: percent proud.
0: Oh, lovely. Yeah. Oh, you just oh, constantly. I,
2: I would, you know, to the degree that it was a bit annoying, because, you know, I'd hear my mum but just boasting constantly. Did
0: do do they all do, turn up to your graduation? Book, yeah, did they come to your graduation, or did you get any shit for old Steve and his book no, Learning? none no, of that. Never, ever, oh, ever, ever, ever. I'm giving your
2: family round of yeah, yeah, I don't oh, huh. ever recall. Mind you, I'm often oblivious to other people, which is so good as a psychiatrist. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's quite possible they were and I didn't notice. <laughs> But, okay. Um I never noticed it no mind you my dad's not big on all that stuff he never comes to any like he wouldn't he didn't come to my book launch he didn't I think yeah. he came to my graduation never turns up to any never turned stuff. up to an event even as a kid and he even but says these days though but oh an an ad, uh, not a like a yeah he doesn't
3: go to openings and.
2: no but he says it's like he says that is just his background he said dad's I've talked to him about it because he mm. sees me go to all my son's events. Mm. He sees me go to every sporting event, even when he trains. You know, if he's blowing mm. his nose, I'll turn up and take a photo. And um, my dad says it was just in his day. We just, a ne- father never went to their kid's stuff. I never even thought, he says, I just didn't think of it growing up. Yeah, I didn't you think know, that now, I'd go dad, and watch.
0: Your book came out last year Mental with Catherine Devaney. Yeah, well,
2: um, mind you, he's got an excuse. He, doesn't, he lives in Rye and he doesn't want to travel up to Melbourne. That's yeah, fair. Yeah. And he's 80-something. My yeah,
3: father didn't show any interest in anything I did till I started playing sport. And then he was there. Right. Oh,
1: interesting. Yeah. Do you Part think of that's our class, problem?
0: though, he was just disinterested. Yeah. Yeah. True. Like yeah. as a person. I think but no I don't think he was little little that atypical like
3: that. of. No, partisan. I don't
2: either No, don't I don't think. That. I don't think the dads did. Even I remember the footy club, growing up. You know, it was mainly again the dads who had a lot of time on their hands, who you know, hmm. who would come, or
0: who were really invested in sport.
2: Yes, who loved to play themselves. The, I
0: mean, Shane's not sporty. I don't know if you picked that up. He's not a sporty. No, dude.
2: no, I was. I actually, forced myself to be sporty. Yeah, you, you, I know this is a visual comment, but you look like the sportiest person in the he room. Does look he
1: okay. does. He does, <laughs> honey. Hey, no offence to the other. I'm not hey, offended.
0: I'm I'm thinking, not offended. Okay. i was
1: a BMX oh. champion, I'll have you
0: know. Oh, you're, you're the only elite sports person in this room. Oh, wait
2: a
1: second. I've represented Australia.
3: Nicole Kidman modeled herself on a national... <laughs> That's right. Thank you.
1: <laughs> what BMX level did you get in BMX? I wrote, you know I was a BMXer, too. I was under-13 state girls
0: champion. That's,
1: That's pretty good. Thank
0: you very much. I had a Is red line.
1: Favourite movie BMX fan.
0: Absolutely. I've
3: never well, it seen
1: it. It was. It's it, not anymore. We've talked about BMX before because it was a kind of a working class pursuit. Yeah, mine and we were kids. BMX. He was quite good to yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Now, can I... uh I'm, I feel like I'm here. asking all the questions. Can I ask my mom? Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, what, what I think <laughs> it's something okay, to ask.
0: Okay. I want to oh, know oh, when okay. is your first, like, conscious memory of, of class consciousness? Like, do you go to uni and go, oh, shit, I'm not like everyone else? Or does it come later, earlier?
3: Or do you say know? bloody hell?
0: Yeah,
2: bloody hell! <laughs> yeah, I don't, that's a hard one. I don't ever remember. Look, I, and actually, that's. I was going to say I don't remember growing up, but that's not true. So now that I think of it, so when we grew up, my mum's best friend was her sister, mm. Anne. And oh Anne damn. was married to Brian, and, the, and Brian's cousin was wealthy. So mm-hmm. we would go away on holidays every year at least. We'd go to Queensland, you know, Gold Coast in you know, September school holidays, and we'd go to Yarrawonga at Christmas because my uncle had a boat. And my uncle a was boat. yeah well he was long, rich one. well he was moderately rich okay. and his cousins were very rich okay. so the three families would go and so when we'd go up to the Gold Coast obviously we'd drive up you know the two day trip in the yeah, car vomit a couple of times and that all fly <laughs> we'd stay at Burley Heads. They'd stay in a big fancy place at um, Surface, which, if people remember, Surface back then was the Luca, which these days is considered cheap. But so back they stayed then, in a hotel. Yeah, yeah they'd stay in yeah, a fancy amazing, place. Yeah. yeah, in Surface, and even when we, we when we went to Yarrawonga, you know, of course, we'd turn up in our normal car and da 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 da, and we'd all share. They'd have a few rooms, so the kids had a separate room. My uncle had a boat. His cousins who were really rich drove Mercedes. Um, and,
0: and they so, all had to be as far away from each other yeah, as possible. Well, and I remember, the big
3: tells are that you call people rich and comment on the Mercedes, which yeah. you know, people with money would no, never do. Right.
2: I remember that's once, right. I have this really vivid memory once where, I, um, when I was around about 10 or 12, we'd gone to a Luca, this fancy apartment, to visit these people who were rich. that you know, We were all friendly, and you know, yeah, there was yeah. no sense of any class distinction. But I remember saying to the mum, wow, this place is so flash. And she thought I said plush, and she laughed and said, Oh, no, it's not. And I remember saying to my mum, <laughs> Well, I remember saying to my mum afterwards, What did she mean? Because she said, Oh, plush, no, it's not. I said, What does plush mean for a start? And why did she say it's not? And mum said, Oh, you know, and I remember her explaining to me, Oh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. honey, by their standards, that's not yeah, fancy. This is a step down. Yeah. And, I'm, and I remember sort of thinking, Wow, you know, that's <laughs> not
0: fancy. <laughs> and this got, is forty five yeah. years ago. Yeah, and you and you still remember that yeah. level of detail. That's yeah, very little bits
2: like that stick in your head.
1: with With your own child, you've got one kid, haven't you, who's an adult now. He's um, have you uh, reminded him of? I have this uh, thing with my own kids where I try and tell them about their working class roots because they're firmly middle class. Uh, you do give them party you, pies and fanta, is what you're saying, when I mean, Karen's not looking. Yeah, 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 yeah. and, and, and smacked them occasion. Also, <laughs> my grand, my parents are still alive, so they yeah. they do hang out with uh, Joyce and Kev a bit. And they talk to Dad, it's particularly about the boys are interested about his time in in the you know he was in the Vietnam War and stuff, yeah. and so they all ask asking questions about that. But do you remind your son because because part of? Um, I think your parents were similar to mine. That my parents were aspirational, in that they didn't they couldn't have. Private schools weren't a thing when I was growing up they would not you wouldn't it was the tech or the high or catholic school if you were catholic but now it's a thing i've noticed with uh, people that come from a working class background they do i was talking to this guy on the weekend at a plumbing conference mm. who went to the <laughs> local catholic the school yeah, to do stand up <laughs> right. and he's like he's um, working you,
0: hours you, couldn't, you couldn't
1: you could get a more working class bloke yeah. and I, then i'm always intrigued i go so where where did you send your kids to yeah. school and he goes Ah, Caulfield Grammar. I was just about to say I'm like, what's was yeah. Caulfield yeah. Grammar? But it's a thing amongst a, a organized people. And
0: I just as background for you, Steve, that I think Shane and I both had non-aspirant. Yeah,
1: Non-line, yeah. Right?
0: And you, it sounds like you two had, well, your yeah. parents had aspirant. Yeah, definitely. A different life for their Yeah, kids.
1: definitely, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So d-
0: do you connect your son to, is it um, important to connect um,
2: him? No, I don't think it is I didn't really care what school he went to although oh sorry I meant two
0: working class
2: yeah yeah do you you remind him of his working class do I try and remind I'm in two minds and I'm ambivalent about it so yes I try to but I also think that sometimes it's just a wank that you know how can I explain to him something that is so foreign because mm. my ex-wife um, comes from a wealthy family oh, and she's okay. a surgeon mm. and so you know when he comes to my place and I'm wealthy now by mm. my family mm. standards by doctor standards I'm still not that wealthy but by yes. my family standards a I'm a billionaire and yeah. um, so when it comes to so he has a luxury life when he's at my place yeah. and like a triple luxury life when he's at his mum's place so I sort of think um, part of me thinks it's bullshit but I can't stop myself at times did
0: he buy his but, own first car?
2: no so he's had Everything handed to him. Went Does to a private school. We pay for everything. Yeah. We pay for his car. And you how know.
0: do you sit down and go, hey, yeah. we couldn't pay the electricity bill? But he's, oh. you know,
2: I still strongly encourage him. He's had a job since Um, he's been working part-time, really only since he finished school. But, you know, worked yeah. solidly in a mm-hmm. restaurant. Couple of nights a week, mm. every you know, every week for three years, and he has another part-time job. Does he job.
0: understand his privilege? Yes, yeah, I think he
2: did, does, but probably not fully. But does he? He must hang out with 19, Cliff though a little bit. He must see Cl- your dad yeah, a bit, but, you know. And my dad comes. You know, my dad looks. He, he can't mistake him from being working class. But he's yeah. got money now, um, I'm
0: assuming. No, no,
2: my dad lives in a little. Light, he's an actor. You know, he lives <laughs> yeah. in a, literally yeah. a oh, two-bedroom oh. unit. In rye, okay. um, so and he lives off the pension. Okay, but he knows if he wants something, he can always just ask for it. But he never does. So, I mean, like mm. I paid for him to go overseas once. About that five years ago, I, he, I I wanted him to come overseas with me, and he's ah, not going or on or the no, plane.
0: Okay, so,
2: and uh, so I said, oh, I'll pay for you to go business class, and so oh, can I, I, I gave go him. With you? So I oh, gave course, him like. Awesome. Um, I, I went economy, but he went business, but then I'm not I'm I am not i do not need long seats for um because I'm lucky height wise. Um lucky <laughs> and uh, and but you know what I did, I like I gave him five grand to buy, yeah. you know, like an Emirates sum or whatever it was back then, a the cheap business class seat. And he he essentially then the next day gave my sisters two grand yeah, each. Betty I did. still bitch about this. Yeah, yeah. And I say to him, you know, don't yeah. Uh, are you allowed us swear in this? You know, yeah, don't yes, fucking ask are. me for money, Dad, because last yeah. time I gave you money, you just gave it to yeah. the girls.
0: Guess what? Oh, really? Yeah, You've got to give and then let go.
2: Yeah, stage. no. That's what he says. <laughs> he says what, they're yes, independent right. events. Exactly but did right. you? Did he go overseas? I mean, yeah, he came. I we went to Greece. He just went Greece. economy. Yeah. and
0: and said I didn't no, need the. Yeah, I think he still garage. went
2: business. Actually, I can't remember. But that pissed me off. It's I was very totally frugal. Yeah. Yeah.
3: No. Cool. Your son's morals, like they're important. Like, is he a grounded kid or is he? Would really, he, you know, I, I beat think up is, homeless people under the bridge? <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's twenty-one I though. So, nice. you know. yes. Yes. <laughs> he's still yeah, a
2: you know. kid. He's still a kid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. really. I, I think he is. I think he's really grounded, but um, he you know, understands again, it's hard to that know. he's
0: been given. And it's advantages. early days. He's getting 21. Yeah, he's 21. Yeah, advantages. I think
2: he does, but he'll. I don't think he'll ever understand it like no. someone who's I actually lived it. But I mean,
0: comparative. Like he must have a lot of wealthy friends, for example. Yes, or all of his friends to are to The loaded. other kids that or kids, young adults that he's hanging around with. Do you think he's got more of a sense because of your background, or has he really kind of been shielded from it?
2: He's been more shielded. More shielded. The, see, also, I, like I don't, your
0: don't honesty, but I don't hold yeah. it with
2: a lot of strength. Like, mm. um. You know, I think private school, for example, certainly in primary schools, a complete and utter waste of time, and in high schools... Ninety-five percent a waste of time. So why did he go? Because um, his mum wanted him to, and I didn't really give a shit. Um, because yeah, right. as long as he got a good education, I didn't care, and he was going to get a good education either way. Mm. Um, and she was felt it was really important. And I, um, as, as long as you know, it wasn't something that it wasn't a deal breaker for me.
0: Let's go mm. back to dating, since you raised your ex-wife, and I'm trying to set you up with someone. Um, <laughs> common People, one of our favourite songs. I am shame, not Let me. You mean the whole
2: Pulp's, common, thing.
0: People. pulp's yeah. common People? Yeah, So were you the Rough Trade? Like you would have been one of the only working class boys in in
2: Melbourne Uni, Melbourne Uni. You
0: know what? I don't, you know, well, I you don't married think. A surgeon. Yeah,
2: but um, she was a, obviously a medical student. But back did then.
0: did she go? Oh, hello. This, this boy's not like the others. Was no, I don't
2: think. I think. Yeah, was she a
0: a tourist? I don't think. I think. No, I don't think.
2: I don't think so. I think I blend in really well to any you know, situation. I, say, I reckon accent. I'm a chameleon.
0: Accent.
1: His accents very very educated, educated. Yes, which is a nice way. Of yep. saying yes. Whereas when I hear your dad's voice. He's he's very working class, isn't he? Your dad, Cliff. Exactly. He's very Well he's then, an actor though, isn't he, yeah. I suppose you're right. And, but then yeah. you know, we left the Pines
2: when I'm six or yeah, three, and yeah. then we went and lived in East Melbourne. Yeah, sure we lived with my grandparents and then we lived in a yeah. little flat and stuff. Yeah. But I was still surrounded. Mind you, it was pretty still working class back then. Like yeah. our choice after Melbourne High was essentially Caulfield Tech. And about a third went to Caulfield Tech. Some went to John Gardner, which became Hawthorne High. But it was, you know, so. Yeah. And then the kids who got recommended by the principal went to Melbourne High, which was about three of us or two. Of us. Oh, all right.
3: Of principals' recommendation.
0: Yeah. So, some
2: might have done. we have done the exam. I don't know.
0: Are, and I want an answer. I'm not oh. equivocal. Cool one. Are working class doctors with working class backgrounds better?
2: Swings and roundabouts. It's mm. definitely swings and roundabouts yeah. because the thing that we've we've got a, a little bit of a head start because we're good with people. So nearly all the working class kids have had jobs, whereas most mm. of the private school kids have never done a part time job
0: and had to deal never. with different types of people. Y- and
2: they can't. Sp- and the patients mm. in the public system, in particular, mm. are all oh, working yeah, class largely. Yeah. Mm. And so the ones from the um, private school backgrounds, you can see they're just uncomfortable. Mm. They're just. And it took them years to get judgy. good communication. You know, if
0: you think of your stereotypical, yeah. like your patient comes in who's got missing teeth, or who you know is drink putting coke in their baby's toddler bottle. Yeah, or everything's
3: whatever. attributed to the fact that they smoke.
0: Mm. Everything's <laughs> to do with the fact that they smoke. Are they more judgy? Well, do you the, think? it's them and us.
2: You know, yes. they've never been on. They've never experienced a lot of that stuff, so they yeah. they, they, they you can been see, see the they're trust. just not as comfortable, and the patients don't warm to them. You know, I can walk into a room because you know you've worked with people your whole life, so you can mm. walk into any of mm. any working-class environment and get along. Mm. but the f- And so I think they struggle, but they all learn. So and then aren't you saying, yeah.
0: yes, they are better?
2: Yeah, no, but then the flip side is mm. I think it took me a hell of a lot longer to um, learn about how hospitals work and the hierarchy and power yeah. and structures. Standing up
1: to the... Yeah. Feeling
2: comfortable. So, you know, like yeah. we went to restaurants as a kid, but, you know, we went to cheap restaurants on a Sunday night, you know. Yeah. Whereas, and I'd never met a professor in my whole life. I didn't. When I started medicine, I didn't know what a specialist was. I no. thought you were a doctor or a nurse. Yeah. I didn't know what a specialist was. They all knew. You know, a lot yeah, of them yeah, had yeah, already yeah. decided I was going to be a hematologist. I'm going to be a pathologist oh, wow. like Dad. And they had met professors. A podiatrist. Yeah. Well, I'd never <laughs> spoke to a professor, though. <laughs> They're not <laughs> real doctors. No, they don't know. They wanted to get into medicine. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, um But they... So they were way more comfortable. Like, I wouldn't have asked a question of a of a tutor or something like that yeah, probably yeah, yeah. for three, four years. Did
0: you feel an imposter?
2: No, but I just felt uh, nervous. You weren't good confident. with hierarchies. Yeah, I felt nervous. Mm. And even in the hospital in the early years. Also, I got paranoid a lot. So if things didn't go my way, I thought that they were... Um, they were um, picking on me or um, disadvantaging me. Out, yeah. yeah, and sometimes I think that were. was true. Yeah, like I remember, you know, one time we were doing assignments together, and me and you know this other kid who I did the assignment with, you know, we did the identical assignment. You are meant to, it wasn't cheating, but you handed them in and they got corrected. The ours were identical. He got like marks. an A, and I got like a C. What, <gasps> what the, you know, what? and C you know,
0: class,
2: but it was just, you know, I could tell, oh. you know. He they was assumed you to be smarter. He yeah. was yeah, good yeah. looking. No, I went up and complained, um, but of course, you know, they just—you always complained, and was, which is true. I always did complain. And what about
3: was it. the rationale? Was it, like, was it like your handwriting or something?
2: It was like, was it done uh, you know, in handwriting just, or a computer? Like, I, I can't even remember. No, it was just like, just yeah. it, take it and leave it. You know, take it and bugger off. Um, and so, I think you did notice or something else. I was going to say
1: related to the original question. I I forgot well, it's similar to when we introduced um, um, Dennis Glover. He yeah, said that, yeah. When he went to – was it Mentone Grammar? We got a scholarship, a cricket scholarship, yeah. and uh, he was accused of cheating, wasn't he? Yeah, because they
0: didn't believe he was believe smart. Yeah, it yeah. was well, that smart. Well, you get
1: paranoid
2: because you just suspect that there's a lot of um, uh, nepotism going on, and there is in medicine, in any profession, there's a lot. And like, for example, I remember a academia. classic example was when we were getting our offers which hospital we'd go to, which mm. depended a bit on your marks and other things, and I wanted to go to one particular hospital, and we were overseas. I was overseas with my Public. girlfriend – Um, Yeah, I wanted to go to St. V's at the time, Mm. and everyone had got letters for their offer of St. V's except me, and my girlfriend's dad um, was a senior doctor at St. V's, and I assumed that was basically him um, had stopped me from getting in, and I was furious for about a week, and I'm going, this is so (laughs) fucking typical, you know, there's just bloody, you know, it's... Jobs for the boys as yada yada, and yeah. I was being paranoid. Um, and then it turned out that I'd written the wrong address on my um, oh. application. And <laughs> when the le- proper letter, the letter actually came through the mail a week late. By the time they'd oh, realised, yeah. you know, it, there'd been none. And do you know what I mean? So you get yeah, paranoid. Yeah. 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 Um, so you weren't conscious
3: of it then. Sometimes. Obviously.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah. You get paranoid. You have to check yourself. And I find that with everything. Whenever you're a part of any minority group. Um, if things don't go your way, naturally mm-hmm. you are forced to ask, is this because I'm a part of a minority mm-hmm. group? And working class back then in medicine mm-hmm. was a minority group. And so, and that you get a double banger. Not only do you get the disadvantage of not having access to nepotism, mm-hmm. but you get the double banger of being paranoid, paranoid and then getting angry about the system when often it's not. Um, discrimination that's at play
0: and it's people uh, telling you you're paranoid
1: yeah surely medicine and law are still very much dominated by the middle class though. medicine's improved a bit law hasn't oh it's still dominated though. yeah oh, you'd reckon absolutely. you'd reckon yeah. I mean oh, when I did, I did come through. like teaching was working class uh, when I did teaching there's a lot of working class
0: working class aspirant where I was so yeah if you were trying to get nursing above working class yeah. you'd go into nursing on truck, truck driving that was, work. that was working class that's well paid well anything,
1: anything
2: at TAFE was working Depends- class basically but any um even all the kids who come from working class backgrounds over there, like me, they either went to a Melbourne High equivalent yeah. or both yeah. mum and dad, this is the other really common one, mum and dad both worked second job to yep. pay for me to go to Scotch. That yeah. sort of story. Right. Yeah, or yeah, to yeah. pay for me to go to one of the mid-level private schools. That's the schools. taxi driver we yeah. were talking and about. And there's a lot of them. a hundred hours a yeah. week. For yeah. That's the
1: guy I met at the plumbing conference. Yeah. yeah. sees his kids to for yeah. And there's yeah. tons of yeah. them now.
2: Tons of them. Oh,
1: yeah. I've said before on this podcast, Bogans love private schools. Yeah. They love them. They absolutely they do. do. They see it as aspirational.
0: Absolutely, and why wouldn't you? That's what you sold. Yeah, and you—the inbuilt into that is the idea that, um, the assumption that inequality is okay. I've seen like the supplement. An assumption in it that your kid will advance over others if you pay.
1: I've seen this thing in the Sunday Age there's ads and stuff and it says my kid can be a genius
0: well don't forget
1: yeah. a fair whack of the working classes out there vote
2: um, for conservative government. Yes, all there the world. was
0: a time yeah. it would have well, been a did. time when the working class if you'd sat down with My extended family and put it like that. If you'd said, if you pay, your kids will have an advantage over other kids and then they'll get ahead and the other ones won't, they would have gone, that's absolute bullshit. Mm. Whereas now, I'll pay. Great,
2: I'll pay. I'll pay. I'll pay. pay. My dad said to me uh, just on Sunday morning, he was saying, saying to me, one of my cousins votes Liberal. And he was saying it with such a look of disdain. Yeah, you know, I heard she votes Liberal. And it was like, you know, is it was he a
0: labor man dream. or is he oh, anti-labour? Union, labor, union, labor. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, but Old Cliff.
0: Is, uh, now you? I've got your book out, Mental, with um, Catherine Devaney, and you also did one of my favorite shows on TV this year. And I've now forgotten what it's called. But How mad
3: me. are you? How mad on are you on SBS? on
0: SBS, which is good reality TV? and You should check it out on Catch Up
3: Is it going to be a second
2: season? No. no, no, one season only. What? I believe. Oh, I don't think it was ever planned to be anything more than one. I think they'll probably. I think um, the they'll do something else, but it'll be different. But it'll have some things in common, I suspect.
1: Can I I, ask just a question? That because you're like an expert on the mind. Do you think about your own mind much? <laughs> I reckon if I'd studied Maybe what you study yeah, I'd be I lying in bed going, going yes, self-analyzing. Self-analysing. I'd be you like self yeah. I, I, yeah. You can't help it.
2: And in fact, you know, it's the disease of medical students that they all become hypochondriac. Yeah. yeah. Everything you study, you think you've got. So I think I've got cancer about once every five hours. Yeah, right. Um, oh, yeah. And uh, mental health problems. Yeah, I, I could diagnose myself with everything. Um, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You're a narcissist, Um, you're this, you're that.
0: (laughs) And this is one of the reasons that I want to get Steve on and one of the reasons I'm a big admirer. In his book Mental with Catherine, Steve actually talks about his own, I think so cliche. Struggle? Struggle, battle. Journey? Journey. And the reason I love that is because so few people in your position of power, and it is a position of power to have the job that you have and media exposure and so on, are prepared to be vulnerable. And to actually, oh, everyone talks about let's destigmatize mental health and the footballers and mm. the whole thing, and very few of them go. Yeah, and I have that too, and I love that it's you do that. Too, Not many in states. There's no, very professional. It's a few footballers boundaries. we've talked. About yeah, but the, yeah. Footballers no, the
2: footballers have been footballers doing oh, it. Right. Right. This is one of the things that but shits me up, up the wall. Won't. because the footballers have now been doing it ten to fifteen years. And you still Where are the professionals, professionals won't. Mm. Um, another doctor came out this week and talked about his suicide attempt. But his, even then, though, which was an amazing, amazing, and you know, full kudos, But even then, it was his suicide attempt thirty years ago. Thirty years ago. Um, but I get that. I mean,
3: and you don't want your health professionals to be well. You you know. When you don't, Not that you expect them to be involved. you know.
2: I disagree. Look, I, I, I hear what too. you're saying, and, a, and 90% of doctors agree with you. They say it's boundaries. The moment you start talking about it, you're turning the consultation into a conversation about yeah, yourself it's... rather than about your patient. And they believe that it's very important to be like a brick wall sort of thing. Hang especially on, now. can I
0: just separate? There's two, there's two different things. I come to you as a patient, to a psychiatrist. So I don't want to hear that you're depressed. Yeah. But I listen to um, Steve on the radio or at a medical conference or somewhere yeah. and I'm prepared to say, I also suffered depression. But I 100% think that's fantastic. Yeah, but, but he's potentially clinician.
3: somebody's doctor in the audience. Yeah, but they're yeah. not in
0: a consult.
3: Yeah. But are the, the clinician will
2: worry, as you're pointing out, Shane, the clinician will worry that it'll filter in inadvertently into the consultation and it'll change the patient's behaviour. Even subconsciously, well, I think you
0: should be
2: able now to manage that, but and it's changed a lot. That I agree, I yeah. agree with you one hundred percent. And in the last ten years, lots of doctors now do it—not just mental health, but in particular physical. You know, they'll say, yeah. "Oh yeah, I got diabetes too," and it's really hard. I agree, it's hard to be on the diet, but this mm. is this trick has worked for me. Mm. Yeah, so I a lot of and a lot of family doctors traditionally shared a little bit about mm. their only fami- yeah, their family, their family. Yeah, and this so I do tower it in.
0: I don't has have a problem with go. it either because yeah. I just think same with you know the amount of barristers, magistrates psychiatrists you know medical professionals really highly revered people who frankly are killing themselves or Mm. or suffering that is ridiculous it doesn't need to happen and it also lets people like me and other people who've been diagnosed with um, depression or anxiety look at someone like you and go he's all right and it's kind yeah. of like your yeah. life's
2: good. But it's good for the other professionals too because so. part of the problem with stigma is a lot of um, healthcare workers perpetuate it yep. through their own language. They, they sit do. around at the nurse's I'll station and they say, you know, have you seen the old diabetic cat? Oh, he's a bit nuts. You know, I reckon yeah. he's got this, he's got that. Mm. And then, you know, it filters out because then they go to a dinner party that night That's and right. they say, oh God, I had a nutty one today. Yeah. And so a lot of the stigma yeah, comes right. from professionals. And so by sh- sharing the stories, they gradually realise that when they sit there and say that, Mm. Two or three people in the room mm. have experienced that and they're insulting people, and, right. and it, it basically opens it all up. And I, So I think it's improving, but I agree with you, Nelly. It's just, you know, I, w- I like it. I about like for ever. every, you know, probably, you know, I see so many health, uh, so many professionals, doctors, lawyers, everything, with mental health problems, and still only probably about one in ten tell anyone. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm, just uh,
3: right, I'm just saying I understood it. Yeah,
0: no, no, absolutely. Well, now how did the, how sorry, did good the no.
3: meeting with Catherine Devaney come about?
2: Well, I um, loved Catherine from her Green Guide days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was the first thing I... She used to write a little column in the Green yeah, it Guide. Great. it was And, a and whole that, whole was that was the first thing we... She was on Up to oh, really? by the way. You right, guess. well, I read that, you know, we all did. That was the first thing we opened when we got the age yeah. every Thursday for years. Barney. And then... So I always knew who she was. And then one day... How did it at work? Oh, one day I saw she was giving a talk, you know, one of those free talks at one of the libraries in the city. So I went along and watched that, and she was flogging off a couple of her books afterwards. Of and course. so I went outside and <laughs> bought a, a like couple. Like good working class yeah. girl yeah, <laughs> she she's No so, shame. Yeah. Hustling. Yeah, she's such a hustler uh, in a good way. And, yeah. uh, and, uh, and I'd seen she ran a writing course. And at the time I was trying to flick from academic writing to general public writing. And they're different skill sets, mm. totally different mm-hmm. skill sets. Mm-hmm. And so I thought oh, I'll go and do a course. But it was full out. Uh, Anyway, cut a long story short. I went up to her and said, oh, your course is full up. And she uh, said, I'll let you in. And, uh, you know, so I, I, I you know, <laughs> coughed, me up, yeah, you. coughed up my 280 bucks, <laughs> And along I went and uh, I thought she was so good. I said, "Will you be be like my writing mentor. And I paid her to do that for a couple of sessions. I only told her this recently. I didn't think, anyway. Um, and then we changed. I quit doing that and we became mates.
1: Ah, wow! And then when I was
2: writing the book, I started writing that book. She was encouraging me in that sort of writing mentor role to write that book. And funnily enough, like Mentals. about a third of the mental—it's called—it's about mental health.
0: Everything you never yeah. knew you needed to know about mental. Right. And
2: about a third of the way in, I was chatting to one of my mates who's a director of psychiatry, also working class background, migrant guy, and uh, we and we were good mates. We've been mates since uni, and. Uh, I was telling him. He's saying, "How's the book going?" Ah, oh, da 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 da. And he says, are, "Are you writing it with anyone?" And I said, "Nah, I'm just doing it by myself." He said, "You not? Have, you haven't got a consumer perspective." And I said, no, nah, nah, I'm just doing it by myself. And he said, I just think it's such bullshit writing anything from an academic perspective these days unless you partner up with a consumer. Agreed. No one wants to hear another academic uh, talking true. about shit. Well done. And he he was the Thank one who, and I, it was like a light bulb moment. I'm sitting reading. there going, oh, yeah. that is so true. Yeah. And then we started brainstorming consumers who, who we thought had writing experience. And I wandered out of his office because he's a director of psychiatry at a big hospital. And I, was, I remember wandering out of his office thinking, and then I thought, <gasps> Catherine has had mental illness on and off her whole life, yep. and I rang her immediately and said, "Hey, do you want to partner up?" And she said, "Yep, no worries, it's on," <laughs> in her typical style. <laughs> and uh, so she Let's partnered up from then on. Yeah. Now, cool. can
0: I ask you quite a technical question? Do you think that there are class biases in uh, diagnostic tools? Oh
2: yeah. So, like yeah, I, I, I well, I shared an article just the other day from The Conversation which is an academic news website yes. from yeah. a US author yeah. saying that basically said that 95% of all studies in behavioural science which is sort of the broader scientific yeah. aspect of psychology are um, are conducted in middle what class. are known as WEIRD. And WEIRD was an acronym for wealthy, educated, intelligent, yeah. it was middle class white people. I forget mm. how it worked. Mm. But, and they'd, they'd analysed all of these studies, um, and all the big studies about um, psychology and psychiatry come yeah. from studies in, and mainly males, yeah. um, white educated. Males And so they're completely biased. Yeah. And, of course, the concepts that, you know, psychiatry psychology is really, in its yeah. current form, only been about for 100 years and really has only been mildly sophisticated for about 30 years. And, you know, really, it's
0: but it so pit, far behind but it, the eight ball. it pits itself as a science as being neutral. And, of course, it can't be neutral. Like if someone... The the patient you were talking about before, where we painted a stereotypical picture of... You know, someone who's got Coke in the bottle and the, you know, missing teeth and the whatever that yep. your doctors find hard, that person comes into, if they can afford it, into a psychologist or a psychiatrist. Their cultural experiences are so radically different to the person who is asking them to assess yep. their emotional response to their environment. Yep. That has to have a class dimension, doesn't it? Well, I-
2: I agree. The only caveat I'd say is name me something that doesn't. That doesn't, You know, who totally. writes books? People who write oh, books absolutely. are people who can afford yeah. to take six to 12 months if off it's, work.
0: if it's hidden, I mean, if it's conscious, that's one thing. Yeah. Like cool. if, if, the, if the diagnoser yep. is conscious of their own bias, mm. whether it's gender, class, rate, right, whatever it is, that's one thing. But if it's just assumed this is what's normal. Yeah. And normal is infused with a very middle yeah. class inflection. Oh, I
2: see it all the time. The most classic place I see it is with drugs and alcohol, where gonna, someone and the will trots present. Even, yeah, you
0: said gambling. Yeah,
2: but no, you'll see it particularly with drugs and alcohol because you know the um you know the doctor who you know has come from a fancy family and they might have a glass of sherry. I don't know what mm. they're doing their yeah. privacy of their own <laughs> mansions, but cocktails, um, drink cocktails. yeah, but yeah, they exactly. will hear you know the patient's drinking this much beer or you know yeah. has the odd joint and stuff like that, and they'll phrase it as some sort of drug and alcohol problem whereas yeah. so if people in the room from working class background will go, Ah, that was last weekend, I'm yeah. um, turn it up. You know, yeah. yeah, I right. you know I know people
3: who've yeah. been diagnosed as having alcoholism that don't aren't yeah, alcoholics. Yeah.
2: They're, and they're yeah. not thinking about it in cultural terms, they're thinking about it in number terms. Yeah. Or X, there you know, terms. the scientific body says X <laughs> number of drinks a day is this, that and the other. Whereas, you know, I mean And they understand the problems differently. I agree. Mm. But the amount that
0: the middle class are drinking and then, say, the discussions around gambling addiction, around the ice epidemic, around things like that, Let's talk about prescription drug use amongst middle class. Let's talk about wine, alcohol use. just wine amongst just parents. Wine. But oh it's God. normal yeah. in middle class to you know take Valium or yep. you know drink champagne or whatever. Mm. But it's there's a judgment overlaid that one's mentally unwell and one isn't.
2: Oh yeah, entirely, yeah entirely. Um, and it's I think the same goes for a lot of physical illnesses too. You know it, there's a lot of judgment, and I don't. Food. I think it's just hard food, to yeah.
0: hard to distinguish Boob. it. Foods, <laughs> I said foods, <laughs> foods, <laughs> I said foods. Food.
3: <laughs> <laughs> My hearing's bad.
0: Food and weight, oh, and yeah. we've talked about yes. this already, but the, the stuff involved in that, that mm-hmm. discussion and exercise, and th- there's so much class bias in those discussions as oh. well. Oh, yeah.
3: yeah. Are I you a Sopranos missed. fan? Sopranos?
2: Yeah. 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 yeah, I love surprise. Sorry, that was, nice
1: it's that, that was a
0: very random thought. It was a very random thought. I'm a Oh, the but, psychiatrist yeah, element. Yeah, psychiatrist yeah. Driver, but
2: I'm right, a TV right. addict through and through. I'm oh. absolutely proud of it. You know, nothing shits me more than someone proudly saying I don't have a TV in the Same. house.
1: Well, fuck oh, you! Yeah. I, yeah, I, I don't hate have that. a TV in the
2: house. <laughs> it's the best thing ever. Are yeah, you? but what yeah. do they
1: what do they watch on their phone and computer? TV. Even people who don't have a TV in
2: their bedroom, they watch TV.
3: Yeah, that's the
2: you know my most proudest achievement was having seven TVs at one stage in my life these days of course because of the <laughs> computer well that was pre-computed so i had one in you know like i had a beach house this was when i was Hang married on.
0: business class flying beach house. Yeah, well, I'm rich TVs. Now. I, I, will you marry me
2: yeah but it's i'm, I'm divorced hey, now no i'm divorced yeah, now so i'm no longer rich well, so am I. but when i was married the beach house wasn't <laughs> no, fancy but like we in, so had tv in the bedroom lounge room beach house be- bedroom lounge room at home you know, spare one in the study, little one in front of the exercise bike. You know, Anna had seven at one stage. Now, of course, we've got computers, so we just take but it everywhere. But you got yeah. shit,
0: didn't you? And you two might not
2: know
3: Everyone this, used the, to the laugh. The TV show yeah. that
0: you did it was, you know, it's reality TV. Oh, yeah. It's like it's on SBS. Like, you can't yeah. get any more wanky uh, reality TV than no, that. No, you can't. It's our reality. Yeah. But do you oh. like reality TV? Oh, I love it. Oh, what's <laughs> yeah. your favourite? Well,
2: you're going to kill me on this one, but my favourite is still Big Brother. Ah, okay. Series one. On anymore. For would me, you that go was on just, it?
3: Oh, you I thought go about that. I thought of that
2: every night for ten years. Um, yeah, <laughs> you I would, could go on Survivor. Go on. Yeah. Why don't we
0: put you forward for Survivor?
2: Because I like food too much, and yeah, I don't like sp- I don't like spiders. I'm okay with snakes.
0: What about the Bachelor? <laughs>
2: Imagine
1: that. Imagine <laughs> that would throw me off immediately. No, I, no well, it'd would be, be a yeah, d- yeah a different type of Bachelor. What else could you go on?
0: I want to go on a show. What would I, I go
2: on? About,
1: on about what about go, go Back on. to Where You Came From? On one of those oh shows yeah, that Devney really did. Do I'd do any of those
2: ones. Michelle I'd do, Laurie. I'd do Michelle anything. Laurie one. But the reality is, of course, I'd do anything for attention. Mm. Okay. Okay.
3: So, okay. You know, put me, on that That's note. why
1: Big Brother. That's why <laughs> yeah. I love Big Brother. We should wind it up.
0: I wouldn't want to poo in front of anyone, but that's a whole other discussion. Oh, yeah.
1: Well, what about the one in the jungle? I've been asked to go on that one. Yeah, but you can.
0: Oh, oh, I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. I'm a celebrity,
1: get me out of here. Oh,
0: you'd be good on You
1: would win that day. No, no, I don't want to go on. I can't be bothered. You know
0: what your charity could be? Up your class.
1: Up your class. (laughs) My charity's going to be the Dave O'Neill Foundation. Talk about that. (laughs) (laughs) This is going to be a bank account. (laughs) Well, raising a lot of money for the Dave O'Neill Foundation. No, I can't be bothered going on those shows. One of my friends went on and just said it was horrible. Oh, it yeah, would It's be like being it in out. prison.
0: Well, they're going to chuck you on with David there's, Oldfield. There's nowhere
1: well, no to sit down, which is something that Fiona Lockman was pointing out. You either lie on the on the, the camp bed, or you s- sit on a log.
0: think totally oh. Fiona had a nap for ten weeks and then one. But yeah. like the thing that
2: gets me is you know you. It's such a good experience and a unique experience. Why would Mm -hmm. you? You know, it's like if there's a roller coaster. Of course, you want to. If there's the opportunity to jump out of a plane, why wouldn't you?
1: No, no no, thanks. No no, thanks. thanks. (laughs) I
3: couldn't do it. No thanks. You've got a completely different. Yeah, they they just (laughs)
1: get brown rice and uh, and there's no breaks for. And unless you're a smoker, you you get a break if you're a smoker. Only
0: if you bloody shame on. Oh, and also,
1: Nazin got breaks to pray five times a day. I'm yeah but
0: doesn't
1: but also does he pray during in his normal life? Uh- Anyway, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I think he may have exaggerated his faith oh, a bit no, to just you, get out of the well, camp. I think you, so. you, yeah. I
2: would. Yeah, name we'll for that, soon. where you trade off something like that, faith trading one. Well, I don't know. I'm not having
0: that for Nazim Hussein. And uh, I reckon on that note, because we we've got to finish up a little bit off the Richter.
3: <laughs> Professor
0: Steve Allen, what a delight to have you on up your class. Yeah, thanks. And we do love to see a good franger boy make Done good, well. Whatever that means. You've done well for yourself
2: thank you haven't you
0: (laughs) and last thoughts on whether or not we should be encouraging working class kids into medicine
2: 100 percent. oh it's such a good career yeah you can do anything you can travel business class you You don't pay for yourself of course but um no no (laughs) no, it's a it's a no-brainer if you've got the opportunity to study something like medicine you can work anywhere in the world you can be scientific as humanities oriented you get to help people they pay you for it and there's a lot of really dedicated people in the field so it's like the Holy Trinity working with good people for a good cause for good pay for good money and access to drugs and access access. to
1: drugs
0: now before we leave Shane you've got a review um, to read out for us or two
3: okay from eating a bunning sausage we've got five stars and the review is for those who kept birds and maybe eat organic now thanks for speaking my language oh nice did you have birds
0: in the house that's one of our other questions no no birds. Oh, lucky we didn't yeah, ask that. Cat and dog. And Thank you very much, eating other? a bunning sausage. Thanks oh. for leaving Yeah, thanks.
1: Review. Oh, one more. Go one on, one more. I'm from Political
3: Junkie mm. 8. Well, my eyesight is great. Yep. I highly recommend this podcast, hosted by Nelly, Dave, and Shane, which puts a class lens on its guests and all its discussion topics. Guaranteed fascinating episodes, which are always thought provoking, refreshing to hear, class discussed so openly.
0: Thanks, mate. There we go. And hands well,
3: clapping emojis in three different
0: Well, it terms. does matter well, if you get reviews, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, it
1: pushes you further up the it charts. It pushes you further. Then, uh, we'll leave a review and uh, yeah. subscribe.
0: Yeah, good on you. And thanks right, again, we'll see Steve. You, see you later.
2: Cheers. Thanks. See you.
0: is Acast Recommends. Every week we pick one of our favorite shows and this is one we think you're gonna love. I'm Molly Hawkey. I'm an actor, writer, comedian. I'm 40, I'm single, and I'm trying to get pregnant, so I started Spermcast. I interviewed potential sperm donors, doctors, witches, scientists, surrogates. I did hilariously awkward home inseminations.
2: I got pregnant. I had a miscarriage. I laughed. I cried. A lot. I got sperm from a sperm bank and started fertility treatments. Now here I am in season three. If you're pondering motherhood or in the thick of trying to get there, or if you just like comedy and watching a woman lose her ever-loving mind in real time, subscribe
0: now to Spermcast.